Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. Andrew Mirror is filling in for Kasim today, and our guest today is Jaime. So, Jaime, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit, you know, just about what you do and who you are. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Jamie Salcedo. I'm the founder and CEO of Painless Picasso. It's a uh, numbing cream that you can use prior to procedures such as tattooing, piercing, waxing, micropigmentation. So if it deals with pain and skin, we're looking to, uh, you know, to rid you of the pain in an all natural, uh, you know, with all natural ingredients and made in the USA. That's why I am. I've been a, uh, I've been a tattoo artist for over 13 years. Uh, New York City firefighter for over six years. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, I love serving my city and, and this is the the next, my next endeavor. That's amazing. So you started your career as a firefighter and then you transitioned into do, being a um, tattoo artist, right? No. So I've been, I was a tattoo artist at 17 years old. Fresh out of high school, I was, you know, I was always, you know, in the art world. My father was an artist and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, took off running with that and, you know, started tattooing. And that was always, you know, the rock star life in a way, you know, I, I had lost my moral compass. And so that's what got me into becoming an EMT. And then when I became an EMT, uh, that was about eight years because I had two years already as a first responder EMT. And then I became a fireman. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at in, in my story on that aspect. So what made you want to, because you were doing tattooing, you were saying from the age of 17, what made you want to, you know, be a firefighter? Because I feel like it's people don't give enough recognition to that job. It's very, very difficult. Oh, it's so easy. You're not doing anything. I'm like, no, like when there's actually a fire, like how it's so difficult. Like nobody wants to run into a building and there's a fire going on. Like it's a very difficult job. Well, like, what gotta, made you yeah. want to do it? Yeah, we, we all have a couple screws loose, some more than others, you know, but in my in my head, I got into it because, again, that that morality behind it, you know, like tattooing, you know, it's in it's an ancient art, right? Tattooing came from indigenous people. It's been around. It's an archaic, you know, type art. But, you know, you don't need it. It's not a necessity. You know what I mean? Not everybody needs tattoos. Not everybody, you know. So as I was, you know, living that that type of lifestyle that comes with tattooing, you know, a lot of tattoo artists can can contest to that. Um, I just I lost myself. You know, I was like, I need I needed something with service. You know, giving back to you know the people in the city that I love. So you know that that's what got me on that path. And you know, I love I love everything that encompasses becoming a first responder, especially in, in emergency medicine. You know, when I was an EMT, and I'm still an EMT fireman. A lot of people don't know firemen just don't. You hear firefighter, and you're like, you know, oh, just fires. No, we're we're there. You know, at your worst time. You know, during any any type of you know, event that's going on in your life, we're going to most likely be responding to it. You know, we are, we're, we are uh, emergency medical technicians and we have, you know, life support and, and then, you know, we can't transport you, but we're, we're able to sustain life, you know, until the appropriate uh, medical services are available. So being an EMT and a firefighter, like what, when you first started, like, what was that moment when you like really kind of hit you, like kind of like holy shit, like I'm doing this, like you know, like what, what was that well, moment? Well, you know, it's you know, it's why I love that you asked that dance because it hits me every other like day, every other tour when I'm when I'm on the rig, right? When I'm on this this you know this thirty foot uh you know what people call a fire truck. I work in the engine though, but um when I when I'm on this rig and I'm crossing the Williamsburg Bridge and I'm looking at the New York City skyline, I'm like, damn, like I'm really you know, like I'm in this, you know, I'm really doing this. And, and you don't, you, it, the gravity, you know, it doesn't hit you, you know, unless you're really aware of it. You know, some people take it for granted. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but you know, you got to check in every so often, humble yourself and realize that we really truly are like, 
you know, the best apartment in the world. No, it's true. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows, you know, FDNY, especially, you know, the service, you know, during um, 9-11, I think it was like, just like the reputation. It's like everybody, it's like around the world, um, you know? So, I, I mean, I guess in terms of, you know, back to tattooing, right? In terms of tattooing, what made you, want, I'm sure that you probably saw this pain point that people were, were having pain, right? So is that kind of what made you want to get into like making this cream and like, what, like, what, what did this idea kind of get into your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So what happened was, was that after the, for the last few years, the last couple of years, people have been coming to me. Clients have been coming to me. I've been tattooing them. And it's been, you know, slowly creeping in. Like people are like, yeah, you know, I have this numbing cream. I put it on an hour before. And they, you know, because you're supposed to let the artist know, you know, prior, you know, if you have any, any, uh, any prior medical conditions or something like that, you know, before you get tattooed. And so I just... You know, more recently, I've seen the trend. I'm seeing the trend. I'm like, people are using this more and more. And, you know, they're asking me, hey, do you have it? You know, do you re recommend anything? So now, you know, as of, well, like less than six months ago, I'm like, let me really look into this. Let me see what's going on in the uh, in the numbing cream world, you know? And then it got me into topical anesthetics. Now, Dan, I'm not a... I'm not a biochemist. You understand? I'm a simple guy, artist, you know, became a fireman. I, I have a, a basic knowledge of the anatomy of the skin and, you know, and, and, you know, just from being a tattoo artist and, and being a, you know, a, uh, you know, in emergency medicine, but uh, I started just getting more into it. And I guess the, the regulatory and compliance aspect of it came from being a fireman. You know what I mean? Because we go in, we know building codes, we know all these things. And so I, I started getting into it. I'm like, these guys are pushing, for back of a lack of a better word, pure garbage out there, pure trash. Like, and so going further into it, I was like, all right, so they're not compliant. They're not FDA regulated. They're not doing this in FDA regulated facilities. Boom, that's the problem, right? Big problem. Um, not just that, but they're they're compounding their ingredients, right? So when in in the pharmaceutical world, when you compound your ingredients, you're now taking more than one ingredient. Uh, you know, and put it with another with potential lethal dosages. The, so what you what you hear is that lidocaine is the is you know in the topical anesthetic world that's the that's the main that's the main uh, ingredient that you're going to get in a lot of different topical anesthetics, right? So I'll give you a little history. Prior to lidocaine was cocaine. Okay. And in dentistry, they used to take cocaine, put it in your tooth, numb it. Then they realized that it was too addictive. They were like, all right, we can't use this stuff. So, uh, so, you know, they synthesized it in a lab and it came up with lidocaine, right? And that's been, what's been around for years now, people using it, but the, the dosage that, that is regulated in, in the FDA monographs are four to 5%. These creams out there that you see, I'm not going to name any names, but if you look up tattoo numbing cream, you're going to be bombarded with these companies that do not, they don't care about the consumer. They don't care what you put on your skin. It's, it's, they're, they're doubling the dosages up to 10%, 10% of this stuff that, that you put into your skin. That's, that's soluble. That's going, that's, you know, going into your bloodstream. There's an article of a lady that died not too long ago from using this, from, from caking it on her leg, you know, and, and, you know, she could have been one of those one in 2,800 people, you know, that, that are you know have a contra contraindications to uh, lidocaine so you never know you know you don't know what's out there so you know it, it just made me you know do my research and i started you know getting getting the work done to really uh get this done the the, the right way in the good old you know us of a you know because they're, they're getting this <laughs> stuff from god god knows where exactly you have given so many people like so many tattoos in your life so i would like to ask like when did you get your first tattoo and what person gave you that and what's the story behind it? All right. So my first tattoo, I got to think because I got a lot. 
Uh, my first one was on my, <laughs> was on my wrist. And honestly, I got my first one. And then I got it at like, I got my first one at like 16. And then not too long after that, I started tattooing. So I started tattooing myself. It wasn't like, you know, like I really didn't. Oh. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I had like a lot. Now I have a, a whole community of tattoo artists that I know and shops and all that. So, you know, you, you go to different people after a while. But my first one, I could probably show you. Let me see. It was this one, actually. First thing you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. This was the first tattoo shop logo that I worked at. Yeah, my mentor. Oh. My mentor was uh, Paulie Zantz out in, he's a Coney Island guy in Brooklyn, and I learned from him. I learned the, <laughs> I learned the, the I learned the sheer basics from, from him, and he was, you know, he's, he's part of those stories of, you know, where, where I come from, man. You know, I come from a rough neighborhood. I come, you know, I grew up in Brownsville. You know, Brooklyn in those days wasn't, you know, how it looks now, you know, and, um, and, you know, he's that story. He's that story of a guy. He's in jail now. He's doing 25 to life. He's never getting out. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's crazy, you know, to, yeah. to see, you know, where you can go. And he was a small guy, you know. It's, people just make, you know, the wrong decisions in life. And, so I guess, like, when you know, in terms of, like, your your products, right, you were talking about the importance of manufacturing in the U.S., and I agree 100%. You know, I got to live in Texas. It's a very important thing for me, too. Um, what, like, I'm sure that's like a lot more difficult because it is more expensive. It's a lot more complicated. How have you gone about that process and finding the right partners to help make this cream and keep it manufactured here in the U.S.? You just have to keep on, keep on looking. That's it. Like, so I finally found a partner. This was recent. This is recent after going, you know, so many different places. Cause initially I got the, the, the formula created in China. Right. And then, you know, I had it because I had to make sure that it was like, you know, it works, actually. So I, I got it done in China. I got it shipped here, you know, a, a certain uh, quantity. And, you know, I found that it works. Everything's good. And then that's when I realized, I was like, if I do this, I'm going to be doing the same thing that these guys are doing. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let me, even though they're in the topical anesthetics, you know, like that's that's really what they're pushing. They're not even allowed to even do that, like what they're doing, which is crazy. They're making hand, you know, money hand over fist. But, you know, we're going to put an end to that real soon. So the uh you know they're very business friendly so um you know so good so how are you basically planning planning to sell it like to go in the market like do you have anything in that so yes we do so right now we're we're in the pre-money stage right i got an evaluation of about six hundred thousand, right at that point now we're going to separate it into we're going to separate allocate a certain percentage of the company to you know either accredited non-accredited investors and have them come in, you know, and and actually get it there. Getting it into the, well, I'm at the fa- the pre-order phase of things, the manufacturing phase of things. It's already, well, I'm already in the first phase of the manufacturing in the United States. It's going to be made in in uh, California, you know, sunny the sunny state. And uh, mm-hmm. is that is that what they call it? The sunny state? Is that Florida? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. Golden State or something. Golden State. I don't know. Well, I think of the Golden State Warriors, but I, I guess it's one of their nicknames. Something like that. But so I was again jumping around back to Dan without what you, what you asked prior. Is like jumping around. I was talking to guys in uh, a place in Jersey, a place in Florida, a place in Texas, and just all over the place. And everybody's just you know like, yeah, we can do this, but we can't do this. 
or we can do this, but we can't meet your profit margins. You can do this. It's always going to be like something, you know? And then we finally found a partner that's like, listen, we're going to do everything that's necessary to ensure that you succeed. And that's, that's what, that's the type of partner you want, you know, because when you make money, they make money, you know, it's, it's, and you know, and again, like, yeah, the money, the money aspect is there, but it's also in my background and what I've been doing for my life is, is servicing people. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm here to service people and whether I'm tattooing, whether I'm, I'm firefighting, I make sure to have an ethical approach, a professional approach and to, you know, give people something that they can trust, you know, not, not something that they got to question or, or they got to worry, you know, years down the line about their health, you know, what it did to them. So, you know, that, that's, that's the approach I'm taking and it's not being done. You know, it's not being done. We're, we're truly one of a kind. And at Painless Picasso, we are perfecting the art of numbing solutions. You know, having a call with you guys, it's, uh, it's helping others discover the art of pain relief. You know, That's amazing. So I guess right now, in terms of getting like the word out, you know, you're talking about pre-orders, like how much interest have you had from people um, since you guys have not um, released a product yet? Like how much interest have you had from people? Well, I can tell you, we started a WeFunder and just in my family and friends phase the last two weeks, I mean, yeah, the last two weeks, we've got a little under 10,000. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. So we, so yeah, in in less than two weeks on Monday, uh, we actually go public. So that's going to be, you know, on the WeFunder platform. Um, and that's, you know, that's going to change things. You know, that's, that's, we're going to see where we go from there as far as, you know, getting that funding on that end. So as of right now, getting like the um, word out, are you running ads or just like on Instagram? Like where exactly? Right now, right now I can't, as, for, as per the SEC, okay. We don't want to mess with those guys. Um, you know, it's just a family and friends round. So I'm reaching out to my clients, my family, my friends, word of mouth. So, you know, as of right now, we're friends. You understand? We're friends. You can, you know, whatever you got available to you. But Monday is officially, you know, it becomes public and we, we can, you know, work from there as far as publicizing it, you know, through those types of avenues, whether, you know, paid ads or whatever it is. That's cool. So I guess as of right now, you know, because we always ask this question because we're in technology. So are you like planning on, you know, having like a website or have you like thought about like, a we have a website. Like, you, oh, you do? You can, okay. Yeah, you can visit painlesspicasso.com right now. It's going it's, to, you're going to see the difference with what differentiates us from all the other uh, numbing creams. We're not bombarding you with, you know, five for a hundred dollars, you know, and, and 10% off right now. It's, it's the aesthetic is clean. It's straight to the point. You buy the product, you know, and, and it's there. We, you know, I'm going to have, you know, there's a section. I'm, I'm not releasing everything now. Just, you know, get it cleared with the attorneys and everything. But, you know, an education sec- a section where we're educating the consumer on the potential hazards of, of the numbing creams on the market. And you'll see it in the little research section. And, you know, it's, you know, that that's that's where we're going. In terms of your strategy, are you thinking more like B2B sells to like tattoo parlors or B2C sell directly to consumers? So it's going to be, it's going to be both. It's going to be both. But I... I'm already, I already have the leads. I have, you know, the, the, the list and everything of people that, that I'm reaching out to just because I already, I'm already in that industry, you know? So the B2B is going to be there because you want to be able to, you know, have shops make money also, you know, I'm not, I'm not a greedy guy again, Dan. I, I want to, you know, actually, you know, have this out there and show people that, that it's, that they can use it. The, the industry is, is transitioning, you know, like it, like it always has. Tattooing hasn't been legal in New York City. Uh, became legal in New York City actually in 1995. A lot of people don't know that. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, 1995 tattoos became legal in New York City. So the and you know New York City is the 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 you know we we found we found everything. So it's 
it's, uh, you know, to see where we're heading in the industry as far as tattoo artists, you know, we, we're making, you know, upwards of two to 300 an hour and more, you know, depending on, so we're, we're seeing it and you have the cross contamination, you have the, the blood pathogen, you know, aspect of it. You gotta be, we're, we're, as we advance, we're surgeons, you see the work that's out there now, it's incredible. You know, so so taking that into the approach, that whole machismo part, like, oh, you don't got, you know, you got to take the pain. Nah, man, it's over for that. You don't got to deal with the pain no more. Nobody wants to deal with that. Your artist does not want to deal with that either. It's annoying. People moving, jumping around, you know, it's like, it's it's going to be better for everybody to have something that they can trust. So it's, no, it's yeah. an honor to be a part of that, you know? No, that's really cool. And I always tell people, I'm like, if you're going to start a business, the best is to create a solution for yourself. Like the fact that you're a tattoo artist, the fact that you saw this pain point for yourself, and now you're helping so many people across the world, hopefully, you know, I think this is going to be an amazing product. But Thank like, you, that's man. what I always say. I'm like, that is the start. It's like, do something for yourself. If it's going to help yourself, like, as you know, because you're in the, because you're in the industry, that is the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, that's the vision, you know, that's the vision is to actually, you know, we, I have the milestones for this company in, in line are, are incredible. Again, like it's getting into it. I was naive, you know, I was, you know, just doing it. I was like, let me, you know, let me start the LLC. And then as I go along, I'm going through, you know, all these different, this, I wanted anybody that's, that's going to watch this, right. If you're starting in the business, I want you to understand that there are so many opportunities out there. You have accelerator programs, you know, that you can get into with the, with different companies that, that can help, you know, that give you their resources essentially, you know, and, and even though, you know, you don't, you don't want to give up, you know, a lot of what I've learned from my mentor in the, in the, in the business world now is that a lot of companies wound up giving up 50%. You know, a lot of founders, a lot of founders end up giving 50% of their company. And that's tragic. You know, that's tragic. Like you, you want to hold as much majority share in your company as possible for as long as possible. You know, and, and you know, where, where I am, you know, it's it's a blessing. I'm, I'm truly blessed to be able to, you know, have conversations with guys like yourselves and you know, see, see where we go. It is a, a worldwide concept. Thank you, Dan, for acknowledging that. Uh, and, you know, eventually uh, I, I want to keep the money here. Let's keep the money home. Let's become producers again. Let's supply things, you know, like let's, let's you know, build up the economy, man. That's what it's about. And I love that because for me, I'm the same way. I'm all about manufacturing in the USA. I mean, that is the way, because we've always been like the world's leader, you know, and I think it should go, come back to that. And to yeah. your point, like there's a reason why people see that label made in the USA. They want to buy it because at least for me, I think of quality as opposed to made in China. I'm sorry, but that's just what I think of. So it's, it's an, it's an amazing thing. So I guess, um, you know, in terms of, like, what are your goals in the next, like, you know, I guess, like, 12 months with this? Like, like where are you going to be, do you think, in a year from now? Well, a year from now, we're going to be, I mean, I'm breaking even. My breaking even is, like, it's there. As soon as the product's out there, it's not even, like, it, it you know, as, as long as we maintain these profit margins, which is what, you know, what's the benefit of having a good, a partner is, you know, like if anything needs to be altered, right? Of course, we we don't want to change the effectiveness and the integrity of the product, right? But we, but if we need to change something that, you know, hey, you know, maybe this ingredient is, you know, expensive, you, you know, maybe we we can use this as an alternative, you know, you want people like that in whatever aspect you're doing. Like not right now, I'm in the numbing cream, but you know, if whatever you're, you know, you're working on, you can find people that can get it done, you know, because they've been in the game already, and you have to network, you know 
accordingly, you know, so that so that those people that you meet, you know, have the same interests as you. So are you thinking about selling like on Amazon or are you going to try and pull people to your website? Like what, where are you so, thinking? So I'm going to start, I'm already starting to put it out there for pre-orders, right? So the pre-orders is the B2B aspect. Once the quantity is there and, you know, I get a, a good, you know, distributor, you know, uh, a good distributor for the product that can push it out at whatever quantities that's coming in for, then, you know, of course, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go Amazon. We're going to go, I, I really want to direct most of the funneling to the website, you know, that that's like a, a big thing. So you can cut a cost, you know, putting your product on other people's platforms, but, um, yeah, that's 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 where it's at. Once once this is done with the manufacturer and everything's, you know, I, I have that the the exact you know thing that can go on the product because everything's already done. The the skew is available. Everything you know is ready. It's ready to go. It's just you know, got, it needs to be bottled and and uh, and put out there. So within, I'm gonna say our turnaround right now to have it you know out there on the market is gonna be about less than three months. I'm gonna say two months. I'm going to say in the next two months, it's going to be. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we always say like, if you have good SEO and you get people to your website, cause like Amazon is a great place, but the yeah. fees are insane. It's like 30%. Yeah. It's like, why I'm not saying that, you know, I'm like, if you can, I mean, a hundred percent, you're spot on. I'm like direct people to your website. And actually I bought things on Amazon and people say, hey, here's a coupon code, save 25% shop. like on my website or just what, like directing people to your website, whatever way possible. Cause it's just like, that is the way I think to really grow in the e-commerce space. So the e-commerce, like you guys, I know you guys are in there and you have those methods down packed. So us, you know, continuing conversations on that end is, is going to be great. Um, the B2B side of things, it's like, again, I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, you know, I'm going, I'm walking up. I swear to you, Dan, this is not, this is happening. I don't, this is no way that this does not happen. You understand? Like I'm going to shops, I'm walking into, you know, uh, eyebrow places, waxing places, all these places. I'm going to, this footwork is, I'm going to be exhausted, but I don't care. I'm, I plan on once Monday comes, I'm going to be on wall street at nine o'clock. What sitting down there with the sign that says invest in my company, this is not like this is going to happen. I can assure you, like my drive and my passion to ensure that this occurs is not it, it will not be like, you know, hindered at all. This is this is this is, uh, you know, it feels good. And it's it's weird when you have this feeling I, I've been telling people, it's like this feeling like I'm compelled. Like, it's like this wants, this wants to happen more than I want it to happen. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I'm tired. And it's like, no, it won't let me sleep. It won't let me like, you know, like, it's like, you, you have to do this, this painless Picasso wants to be a household name. And so it's, you know, it's not, I have to, I have to facilitate that. Yeah. Right. No, like I always say, I'm like, what separates the most successful people and people that aren't are the people that are willing to do whatever it takes. And yeah. that's in that mindset that you have, I mean, that is going to get you to the top, like that hustle, like doing the small things that a lot of people don't want to do, like calling tattoo shops, going and walking. Like you're, you're like in New York. I mean, New York is the best place. Everything is so close and a small radius. You can hit so many places. Just go there and you go. And I'm sure like you say, Hey, I'm a tattoo artist. You have tattoos. Like they can look at you right away and say, Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. And that makes a huge difference. And then, and then from there, once you're in, you know, it's already out there to my immediate circle and my network. 
And it's because it's an all natural cream, it's going to all naturally, you know, just grow its, you know, grow its tentacles out there because there's, again, there's nothing like this, you know, and, and I, the name, you know, coming up with the name, everything that you see, that artwork is all intellectual property of mine, you know, like everything I did from scratch, that website I did from scratch, everything is done by me, you know, like this is my blood, sweat and tears, this is my every essence, everything that I've gone through in life, everything that I've, that it's being, it's all encompassed into Painless Picasso. And, you know, I have a million other ideas. I got, you know, ideas coming in that I have to write down and I'm like, you have to wait. I can't do, I can't have you manifest yet. I have to do this first. Like, you know, like you got to prioritize things. And that's, that's what, that's what I, I learned. You know, entrepreneurs are, entrepreneurs are problem solvers. You know, firemen, firemen are inherent problem solvers. That's what we do. We see a problem and we have to fix it. That's just what it is. And it's the same thing with tattooing. You come in, you know, a lot of people don't know the concepts that they want. They're like, listen, I just want a tattoo over here. Figure it out. You know, and it's like, all right, we got to fix that. So I, that's what I've always been. And even now it's it's embedded in my life. That entrepreneurship is embedded in my life because when I get into an argument with my girl or something's going on, I'm like, talk to me about solutions, please. How can we figure this out? You know, like, I don't want to hear the problems. I, it's, it's it's bouncing off. It, 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 it's not conducive to, you know, your, your, uh, your your progress. Amazing. So I guess just to wrap it up, like what's your message to somebody who is thinking about starting something they're not sure if they want to be a entrepreneur, they have an you know cool idea like you had. Like what's your message for somebody like that? My message is the same message that I think everybody at the top in between at the bottom just starting out like that was there um is just to do it. You know, and and I've had other ideas prior to this, you know, that didn't come to fruition because I didn't have that drive. I didn't have that passion. That wasn't it. You know what I mean? Whatever it was that you're thinking about, you know, from before. And it's like, you know, yeah, but I tried this before. I don't have the energy to do it. You have, it's exactly what you said, Dan. You have to find what it is that that drives you. That is like, listen, this is it. This is it. This is the one. And it's going to, you're going to know it by its, by its like, it's like, it's just, it has a, a grab on you, you know, and you're not, and you're going to think about it every day and it's, you're not going to be able to do anything else. It's like, you got it. And then eventually, because it, it, you're just going to, it's going to happen organically. You're just going to be, it's going to become a part of you. And, you know, if you, if you reach, if you break through that, that point, cause there's a point where it's like, oh, like, you know, like, damn, I'm not sure, but you got to break past that. And it's going to be reoccurring. It's going to come back uh you know back and forth and then when, when you get to the point of imposter syndrome you, you you familiar with that yeah yeah imposter syndrome that happened to me recently and i broke through that phase of things which was interesting too so um yeah it's you know just keep going just keep keep going figure out what it is you know it may not be what you're working on now you never know like you know it may not be what you're working on it could be something else but every time it comes every time that 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 idea and that 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 uh you know that entrepreneurship spirit comes into you, like, you know, feed it, feed it, nurture it. And, uh, you know, good things are going to come. Amazing. Well, we're wishing you the best of luck. We're rooting for you. We're very, very excited for this to go live. And yeah, yeah. listen, let's keep in touch. And, you know, hopefully in a year from now, you know, be like a multi-million dollar company, global company. We're very, very excited. So. You're talking my language, Dan. You're ready to <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and really appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. You guys are the best, man. Let's talk soon. Sounds great. All right. Thank you. Later, All right, bye. Bye, man.